Hey guys, welcome to the DC Godcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Chad. And in this podcast, we answer your tough questions about the faith. Father David, thanks for coming back again. Oh, it's always great to be with you and uh, excited for another great question. Oh yeah, no, it's always great to have you. One of our favorite guests. I'm honored. All right, let's begin in prayer. In the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, help us with our problem for world peace and keep those in Ukraine and in any countries that are in danger safe during this period of scary times. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, our question is, does purgatory still exist? As if it almost disappeared into thin air. Mm. And does everyone go there? Ah, great questions. Um, Does purgatory still exist? That's an easy one. First off, yes, it does still exist. But here's a question to think about. Will it always exist? Or will there be a time when there is no more purgatory? Mm. Yeah, well, thinking to like when Jesus comes and brings like, the end of the world and judgment day, I would think that once everybody has gone through their purification, purgatory yes. would be unnecessary at that point. That's exactly right. Yes. People go to purgatory, but it's never a permanent place, right? Mm-hmm. You don't end up there permanently. It's just, um, well, actually, you should be kind of happy if you get to purgatory because it means you, you've made it. You're gonna you're, Your final destination is heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just need a little purification before you get there. Um, Does everybody go to purgatory? Not necessarily. It really depends on on how you live your life, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if someone has just lived a really completely holy life, not that they've never sinned, but that they've, you know, are really living a prayerful life and have worked on becoming detached from sin, Mm -hmm. then that person uh, could certainly go straight up to heaven. Why why do we have purgatory? It's this, this place of purification, right? Um, the way it was explained to me is, you know, sin, sin does damage, right? Mm-hmm. Sin does damage on a lot of levels, right? It does damage to our relationship with God, uh, often relationship with others, right? And then even to ourselves at times. Well, confession's one way to repair that damage, right? You go to confession, you repair any damage that you've done between you and God, right? In that relationship. But sometimes there can be some other uh, just areas of damage, uh, even to yourself, that, uh, that still need to be made up for or purified or an attachment to sin, right? Mm-hmm. A love for that. And that's really what is, uh, is purified, is taken care of in purgatory. So. Yeah. It was always explained to me in grade school as like melting down gold to get mm. like the dirt out. I like that. Yeah. That's a scriptural image of ah. uh, refining uh, mm-hmm. gold in the fire. Right? You melt it down, you, you get the impurities out. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that was my that's sixth great. grade theology teacher, Miss Paquin. Wow. Well, shout out to, to, to her. That's a good analogy. Mm-hmm. One analogy that I've heard um, kind of differentiating between uh, these different ways that sin can do damage is like if you get into a car accident, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say the car accident was your fault because we never sin accidentally, right? It's always our fault. If you get into a car accident, you might get points put on your, taken off your license, mm-hmm. right? But you also have damage to your car, right? Yeah. And so you can go before a judge and get those those points on your license, you know, cleared, right? Mm-hmm. And that takes care of one part of the damage, but you still got, you know, you still got to fix up the car. Yeah. And in a similar way, you go to confession after you sin, and it takes care of a certain kind of damage, right? Everything's restored between you and God, uh, but you might still have to do some other 
uh, reparation. That's why you get a penance, actually, at confession, mm-hmm. is to help uh, repair some of that other damage. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just, like, pray and reflect on the bad you've done. It's to help further yeah. repair. It's, it's to help repair in some little way any damage that might have been caused. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember going to confession as a kid and being like, Oh man, I really hope that Father doesn't give me too many prayers to pray. I don't want to let God down. <laughs> not, not too much of a penance, huh? Yeah. 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 It was usually like five Hail Marys and five Our Fathers. There you go. Yeah. That's not too bad. It wasn't, it wasn't harsh. It wasn't harsh. Yeah. No. So. Well, and what you were doing there is uh, when you pray those penances, when you do acts of charity, not only are they just good things in themselves, but they really can, you could say, uh, take time off purgatory if there was some of that there. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Listeners, thanks so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, email us. Our email address is thedcgodcast at devonchildhighschool.org. For now, I'm Chad Sims. And I'm Allie Tomiko, signing off for the DC Godcast.